Hello, hey. everyone. Welcome to The Patch. Ashley, what's on your laptop? <laughs> this week brought to you by Dollar Shave Club and Trunk Club. Right there. Right over there. The Club Club. Um, we'll get to them more a little later. So I've got thing. Ashley, Ashley's looking at porn on her the, laptop. The sex just, is gone from the I screen just want now. That. Okay. Uh, Ashley was looking. You at guys looked at it too. Yeah, but well, you're the one with the computer. Screaming boobs. We had to look. Yeah, they're funny. Yeah. <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> they make you feel funny. I was uh, just, I was just uh, finishing Katawa Shoto. Yeah. Who was it? Emmy. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I've been, I've been taking my time with it, like letting the relationship blossom yeah. slowly. You don't want to rush into that stuff. No, and now uh, it came to boobs. fruition. Yeah. Well, it came to fruition a couple of times, apparently. But uh, I'm stalling because I can't get any internet working on my on my iPad. Uh, let's see if I've got internet. Fucking sucks. I got a little bit. Um, We're just this stage is just a black hole. Yeah, we we got to do something. I should actually complain to the tech department about it instead of just should, <laughs> should, <laughs> should, yeah. complain to those guys. They'll get no, it. No, it's not their fault. No, yeah. it's yeah. their fault. Uh, anyway, so I, I know I know what we're talking about. Um, we know talking about video fun. games and video game news. So I feel like I mean, last week I had to sit out. Like I've just been on a Hearthstone tear. It's like I can't possibly be on the patch. All I've been playing is Hearthstone. <laughs> I, it still dominated like ninety nine percent of my gameplay time this past week. You feel it's that's different than your normal things. gameplay experience. You talk about Hearthstone every time. Yeah, right. but like, it's been consuming me. Okay. Bad, like I'm really. It burns in you like I'm a really fire. Are you? Would you consider right yourself like competitive? Or I'm is getting it just really competitive the, the about game... it. Like I played it a lot casually before. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like serious into ranked play. Wow. How many games What's your rank? today? Um, today I think it's only been like five or six. All right, and you're only ranked. five or six games today. Yeah. How often do they reset your rank? Are they, they knock you down a little bit, right? Yeah. Monthly, there's a reset. And then depending on how much you had advanced, you go down a bit the next month. Okay. So what's your rank at now? Right now I'm 15. Okay. So, so it goes 25 is the lowest and 1 is the highest. So you work your way up from 25 oh. to 1. Okay. And I'm at 15 right now. And according to Blizzard, 75% of players exist between 25 and 15. Like if you can break 15, you're in the top 25% of players. Wow, congratulations, so I'm guys. on the cusp of breaking the top 25%. You're Until almost the reset, great. anyway. Until the reset. I, that's all I want is I just <laughs> want to hit 14. So I'd be like, top 25%. You want to touch right. the glory before you get slapped back yeah. down. It's hard. It's nerve wracking because then you end, I'm, look at me. I'm talking about fucking Hearthstone again. Right. I, I didn't come on you? Because I didn't want to do this. Continue. Um, it just it's topical. It just came out of beta, right? <laughs> like or something a, a million years ago. Um, so it may feel like that because you've been doing nothing but play the game. But so once you hit rank one, then you can you can reach legendary status where you get like a different icon that denotes your your rank, uh-huh. and then you get a number on it, and it means you're like so like if you have the legendary icon and it has like four hundred on it, it means you're the four hundredth best player in your region. Wow. So then like once you reach rank one, then it becomes like a matter of working your way up the legendary. Now, is this a point system, or you, do you have to actually overthrow the people that are currently in those you, positions? You get, for those, you have to overthrow. Uh-huh. But uh, right now, when you're doing rank play, like where I am, so like let's say I went and play, right now, um, like I said, I'm 15. If I go in and I play a rank game, it'll probably match you up with another 15 or 14. If I win, I get a star. You collect enough stars, Aww. you advance to the next level. Okay. If you lose, you lose a star. <gasps> you lose enough stars, you work your way back down the level. Mm. You take other people's stars? Essentially, yes. Oh, that's some harsh stuff. That's some harsh stuff. Is there a tie? <laughs> oh. No, there are no ties. So it's uh, two, two contestants enter, one contestant leaves with the stars. Ah, thunder. So it's really, really nerve-wracking, especially when you think you're going to lose or you think you're going to win and then you lose. Motherfucker, I was, I was playing against a warrior the other day. I took him down to one and health wh- three different again? times. You're, you're I'm a paladin. paladin. I took him down to one health three different times, and I still lost that game. So how... I had to walk away for a bit. I, 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 almost, I almost broke my computer. How's a warrior <laughs> different than a paladin? Um, 
Paladin's built-in ability is to you pay, spend two mana and you summon a 1-1 a one, one recruit. Right. Warrior spends two mana and they get two armor. So they can build up mm. a lot of defense. So he had a lot of health and defense regeneration in his deck, which was really tough to beat. I couldn't overcome it. Since I play a rush, I have to beat them immediately in the first few rounds. The longer the game goes, the my chance. All right. Shit. Well, you just outed your strategy to anybody that happens to be watching. If you happen to play what's against your, Gus, what's your just, username? Yeah, you want to put that out there too. He's no. in the top twenty-five percent of players, so he no. should be pretty easy to find. Uh, right, because there's definitely not millions no, of those. No, no. I get plenty of people sending me tweets or messages saying like, "Oh, are you Gustavo on Battle Next? Look, I just played you, and I get screenshots." Like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I've not, not no you. one, no one has sent me uh, a screenshot of them playing. You didn't so go what in. You're saying totally is you're honest. not Gustavo. I'm not Gustavo. Okay. Or any iteration of Gustavo or Sorola. I don't know. I'm just not Gustavo. <laughs> I say that much. Um, but please, call me Gus. <laughs> anyway, it's a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's really, really fun. And I've been getting a lot of people who definitely have been tweeting at me saying that they hate me for getting them addicted to the game because they can't stop playing either. Well, you've made enough time to uh, start Witcher, though, right? I did. That's, that's, I was going to segue into that. That's the, a good one the, to the talk about. The thing that I did manage to play this week was, uh, was Witcher 3, Witcher Wild Hunt. So... You know, leading up to this, I tried to play Witcher 2 to get into it. And I, I, I played some of Witcher 2, but I didn't play nearly enough to... It's a very good game. To I, I haven't finished it, honestly, but it was... Witcher uh, 2 or Witcher 3? Witcher 2, because that was actually one of the first things I did when I started working for Achievement Hunter was a few guides in Witcher 2. So I played enough to make a couple guides, but I didn't fin- have time to finish the game. I need to go back, because it actually is really enjoyable. Uh, and Witcher 3 kind of builds on that. And I, f- I find I'm, I'm having... So Witcher 3 is fun so far, but I'm having a similar complaint with it that I had with Witcher 2 in that the combat system feels really clunky and maybe like there's too much going on. Even the interface and stuff that's going on. Just too busy? It's like you have – you can lock onto an enemy. You can do Mm -hmm. a couple of different attacks. You can parry. You can dodge. You can roll. Yep. Uh, and then you're, there's also the magic. I forget magic, what it's called. You've got their bombs. Is it all contact sensitive or like the, the, the dodging rolling? I've got it home downloaded, unlocked. But I'm starting yeah. it tonight. It's just different since buttons. I finished. Yeah, it's like A is your dodge roll, B is just like a step to the side. So if you want to stay in combat, but like if you want need to make some separation, you can have the dodge roll, which is a much larger distance. If you want to stay up close so you can keep fighting, you have just a step. And then but you could also parry. There's also counter a and counter, block. Yeah. yeah, which some things can't be blocked and some things can't be parried. This sounds like too many things for the button on the controller. Yeah, and we're just in the melee portion yeah. of combat. We haven't even touched magic or items yet. Yeah. Are which there is bows and arrows. There is a crossbow, yes. Uh, which is a selectable item. So which is item. not a bow and arrow. So that's well, it's it's a it's a bow, bow and it fires. Well, it fires bolts. It fires bolts. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which are like arrows. They are, but I always feel like crossbows lack a certain style. Uh, well, apparently, and they mentioned this in The Witcher, uh, apparently witchers aren't supposed to be using them. That's non-traditional witcher gear. So he's a rebel witcher. He is. He's breaking with tradition. So, but the, the it, world, the world seems it is dense. The world seems like there's so much going on. It's it's a good looking game. There are some issues with it with like textures popping in and out, especially like when I'm having conversations with people, I'll see like brush behind my guy like disappear. I used to point out you, you were playing, playing on Xbox, Xbox One, one. Playing as am I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also. Um, so well, we haven't seen the, the Steam version. I have seen side by sides. You know, there's a lot of controversy going into this about how the visuals seem like they've been downgraded. Uh, and I've seen side-by-sides side of min versus max detail on PC, and there's not a per- huge change between the two. So there may be some just engine-level things that aren't turned on. It looks like there isn't any kind of ambient occlusion going on, so there's not uh, a lot of those deep shadowings or good mm-hmm. contact. But uh, the main change it looks like from what they showed, and this is really common for things that show up at like E3, is 
they have, you know, when they're first doing the reveal video, they've got that really desaturated, super realistic, mm-hmm. kind of gritty look. And then you get the game, it's like, oh, look, there's color in this world. Yeah. Uh, I think that seems to be the main difference because they do have some really good lighting you, effects. Is there an option, like a setting you can go in and like drag the color slider Desaturate. down? No, you, just, you have to do it on your TV. You just desaturate, you know, turn off the color, <laughs> tint. Switch it, switch it to like movie mode. There you go. What game was it? Wasn't there a game that had next gen mode and it like enabled bloom effects everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> that was yes. That was like a crazy joke oh, or something, wasn't right, it? Hold yeah. on, let me see if I can look that up. God, yeah, that sounds familiar. I forget what it was. Um, but I mean, other than that, it's it's still a good looking game. the The character models are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poly counts are pretty decent. Uh, the, the environment is very pretty. The lighting effects are very pretty. I like also the uh, it's it's a minor thing, and a lot of games have it. But the time and time definitely yeah. moves throughout the day. And I encountered an issue where I was talking to an NPC, and it, because it was dusk, he was so backlit I couldn't see his face uh-huh. until the sunset. That I was like, oh, okay, that's what you look like. Cool, <laughs> you know? It definitely has yeah, it, light effects. It's got uh, light shafts, so the, that fun little thing where you know light will play across like if there's a sword or whatever sticking on mm-hmm. your shoulder you get the light beams obscured by the uh your objects and right. things like that uh so no i mean it looks it holds up very well for what i would expect of an xbox one game yeah it, it's it, just you don't it, look it, at it and go this is i feel like the, the controls are definitely overwhelming because I'm, I'm definitely there's times where i'm like okay how do i activate <laughs> witcher sense yeah okay and then you know what skill level did you start it on uh, blood and bones or whatever, the second highest uh-huh. one. So, so, and you don't regenerate health by meditating no. in that mode, which they don't tell you until you've started the game. <laughs> so, you can turn it down in yeah. game. You can just go to the options menu and turn it down anytime. I started it on the hardest uh, difficulty just because there was an achievement for it. I was like, ah, usually most games I can just start on the hardest well, with FPSs. The first fight, I got my ass handed to me. I died during the training where you're chasing Siri. Really? I'm a big believer in easy mode at all times. <laughs> I fell and I died. So I was like, I haven't even encountered an enemy. I'm just learning how to move in the world and I fucking died. <laughs> uh, the game you're talking about, by the way, Uncharted 2. Uncharted 2. Uh, Uncharted 2. It had a next-gen filter that was a joke about bloom effects. Yeah, I knew there was a game that had it. Mm-hmm. Um, Leave it yeah, to Naughty Dog. Yeah. It, seem, it seems like a fun game. I'm not that far into it. I think... I, an hour or two, maybe. I've been doing a lot. I'm still in the starting area. I've been doing a lot of the quests and just trying to mm-hmm. learn the combat and well, the, learn how everything works. And there's also, like, we even talked about that. There's, like, oils and modifications you can do to your the weapons. Crafting and repairing and alchemy them. is ridiculously deep. Also, it's a really weird system, too, where I don't know if you've. Have you actually made any of those things yet? No, I have not. So the way it works is once you've, let's say, with a bomb, you make the bomb. So you have to have the ingredients to make the bomb. But once you've made the bomb, you have bombs. You can run out of them. If you meditate, it refills them. Oh. But you still have them. Okay. You don't have to make them again. Okay. So each one of those formula, once you've created it, you have it. I think I like that because that sounds like that's easy to manage. If you if you don't want to meditate, is it possible to buy them again in stores? Like if you go to a I shop? I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, also, Twitter is telling me that Halo Reach hmm. had a, a mode in Forge, oh, I yeah. guess, where you could enable... Crazy bloom effects. Cool. Thank you, Twitter. That's probably where I remember it from because I didn't play Uncharted. And if you have Twitter comments, you can tweet us with hashtag the patch. Um, what was I going to say? So I was talking about The Witcher. Oh, oh, oh. So another – this is a super minor complaint. This is only because I'm playing Hearthstone. I feel like the in-game card game isn't deep enough. A Gwent? What? Yeah. There's an in – you know, like, like a lot of games, there's like mini games you can play okay. in-game. And there's like a combat They're card game. They're game, basically. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like it's not deep enough. It's like, really? Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, 
this game could be you better. You mean it's maybe <laughs> like a card game? Yeah, it's like super, super light. Mm-hmm. It's like it's super easy to pick up. Like, no one brings out a D20. Okay. I mean, they, you don't get to pick a class before going in. It's just not up to Gus's level. Uh, you do kind of pick a class because you pick your leader. You do, yeah. yeah. But the leader just has an ability that you can right. use once, right? Right. Or is it- but there's also factions in the game, mm-hmm. in Gwent. Um, yeah, but, I mean, that's, that's just nerdy. <laughs> that's just because I'm really in a Hearthstone right now. Um, and there's, there, there is a ton of lore. I feel like I'm being overwhelmed. And I've seen a couple of new sites have written Witcher story summaries. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to learn and figure out what's going on, you can do that. I didn't read any of them just because I want to see how effective the game is at getting me up to speed since I haven't played anything previously. And it's not too bad, but there is a lot of memorization. It's like, wait, what country is that? And who are they angry at? All right, so, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like Dragon Age. Like, you can play yes. it without having played the earlier ones, but it makes a lot more sense if you have. Yeah, I felt like this game so far has done a better job introducing the world than Inquisition did. And don't get me wrong, I love Dragon Age Inquisition, but if you weren't familiar with, like, mages and templars and their relationship it may have seemed a little arbitrary and mm-hmm. and weird but this game is it's it's setting it up a little better i think have you got to boobs yet i have not gotten to boobs there's yet. almost I, boobs in the introduction oh, yeah yeah but almost I mean, boobs so you got to almost boobs. there's side there's a boob and there's kind of a kind of yeah. a butt and a butt okay and then that yeah i guess you don't see uh Geralt's butt do you no i think you do i, I think you get the, the like the, the lower the back thing yeah. yeah he's in the bath Starts off with him in the bath. Wow. Yeah, you see some sexy legs in the bath. Yeah, there you go. There's some fan service for the fake out. It's like, what about the feet? What's up? Oh, yeah, you oh, get, you feet. Get feet. Oh, yeah. I felt his feet looked a little too dainty. <laughs> yeah? I really? felt like if he's a witcher, he's got the scars all over his body. Feet were a little feminine. They were hmm, actually okay. pretty unblemished, right? Yeah. Right. His like, feet must like not get into no a lot of trouble. No hair, right. you no think scars. This guy's a warrior who walks lots of places and is fighting all the time. Like, he'd have some fucked up feet. No. It looks like he just had I a mean, he's got a regular... His nicely trimmed. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he goes and gets that taken care of regularly. Because, you, you know, Yennefer isn't down for nasty <laughs> feet. That's your love interest in this. Gotcha. Maybe he's just... Maybe he's into feet. The feet are oh. your platform for your sword. So maybe he's like... He's got to take care of his platform to... Your root. There yeah, you go. Effectively, yeah, uh, effectively fight. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm reaching here, <laughs> uh, but it's fine. I, I look forward uh-huh. to I look forward to playing some more. Uh, yeah, it's very open world, uh, which, it, which normally I don't like. You don't. That's true. You don't well, like open world. It yeah. is. It's it's open world, but it's it's not sandbox. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. like it's. So it's not a it's not pretty Skyrim open world. No, is it, is it more Dragon Age open world? It's big. Uh, Whereas like you open up different parts of it at different times. No, it's less Dragon Age. Is open world, but it still felt more kind of almost on Railsy in that you had to go like the maps were very linear. This is still open, like you can go anywhere in the different zones. I haven't crossed into a different zone yet. I'm still in that first zone you start in, um, but there's not a huge, there's not an overwhelming amount of things to do. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe is the big difference, uh, at least so far. There was like five or six quests, and there's little points of interest you can go check out. But there's like a job board where you can. Twitter is suggesting. A drinking game for the patch where everyone has to take a shot when you mention Hearthstone. <laughs> and we'd get fucked as, up. As, That's as great. A, they wouldn't remember the rest of the patch. Sloshed. Yeah, then guess what? I'm not going to talk anything but being drunk, about anything else other than being drunk and about Hearthstone. All right, so All right. The, the, game, the game starts now. Get out your shot glasses and your uh, beverage of choice, your milk. Uh, milk? And let's go. All right. Well, we'll give you we'll give you the opening of the of the patch free. Oh well, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> no, you got to catch up. Well, I'm, I'm probably done for the episode at this point. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see, Gus. Uh, we'll see. At least we we can probably get a shot or two in. Yeah. Well, we need to we need to be ready too. Then next week we'll be we'll be Next ready week. For it. All right. Hardcore um, diet coke all the way. <laughs>
Yep. It's my milk. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to playing some more and, and trying to figure figure it out, see if I can get better at combat and everything. It's just it's just so much to, to get through on that controller. It is, yeah. It takes some getting used to. Once you do, though, it's it's not bad. Uh, learning, it's, it's almost sort of similar in some ways to uh, Dark Souls, where you just have to learn various enemies' attack patterns mm. to know what you should step out of the way of, what you should try and parry. Um, there's a lot of achievements in that game that are just like parry 10 without getting hit, you know, uh, so... That whole combat system, if you just follow the achievements, you'll pretty much master everything you need to know. So, hmm. Okay, that sounds about right. As a normal, like, normal, you're a PC guy, but you're mm-hmm. playing on Xbox One. Do you have any plans to switch over to I, PC? No, probably not. Uh, I mean, because we, I already have a code for it on Xbox One. Uh, at that point, I could go back and play it on PC just for different graphical solutions, but... Uh, or, like, maybe the keyboard... Will be better for all the. Hey, hey look at that! Hey, oh, what's thanks, up? Meg. Thank you. Meg delivers. Oh, that is that is whipped cream vodka. That is going to be dangerous. Is that from my desk? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to put it over here for now, so it's it's not in the way. I don't think we're going to have to use it, but we'll if we do, say. we're ready. So, Gus, what's your favorite card game? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I almost I almost fell for it. Wow. Um, but there, there is there is an, another complaint I have mm-hmm. about the game. It, it, it's it's super minor. It only affects you one time, and I think they can patch this. They should be able to patch this. When you're starting a new game, you know if you don't have a save to import, which you can't import on a console, you have to. Okay, whatever. You can't import a save. So when you start the game, it asks you if you want to have the world automatically pre-populated. You know, it's it's basically mm-hmm. the question that's going to stage whether or not the NPC shows up to ask you questions to populate the world to your uh-huh. okay. to your tastes. The way it phrases the question and the way it presents your answers, I wasn't clear which was which. I had to do some Google searches to find other people who had the same problem and who then... Which was it? Because I may have answered it wrong. I think you have to answer... I don't remember the exact way, but you have to answer in the positive. Whatever yes or confirm is, that's the one. And the problem is it's Mm -hmm. not like you make that selection and then the NPC immediately shows up. You Mm -hmm. make that selection, you play the game for a couple of hours, and then the NPC shows up. So if you make the wrong selection and you don't know, you may not find out for several hours. Mm. So I think they just need to go back in and re-clarify the way that the question was written and Mm -hmm. maybe have a tooltip or something that explains what the answers are. Well, you know, that's not the only dialogue problem they've had. Yeah, really? Yeah. Well, this one, there's the Korean language thing where... Um, they listed the game as being available in Korean, but something happened technically, and the Korean language didn't make it for launch for the PC version. It's in the console version. It's not in the PC version. They didn't elaborate onto why, just technical hurdles yeah. or something. What? And they said, they're like, yeah, it'll, it'll be in, in a few days, but... They said by May 21st that they'll have it. Right. So by the time this patch is out, it'll probably be there. Be patched. But, uh, like, they didn't tell anybody before launch, so... Koreans are upset because they, like a lot of people, were really excited for the game, took it off work, and then couldn't understand a damn thing. Because it's, <laughs> it's the first time that they've supported the Korean language natively, natively. Uh-huh. Right. out of the box, right? They, I think they've had language packs downloadable yes. for previous versions, but this is the first time that supposedly out of the box it was going to be supported, and then... Well, and, and then, then a th- poke in the eye. I mean, it, it was kind of nice. As, a, as, as an apology, they gifted every person who had bought Witcher 3 copies of Witcher 1 and 2. Which is great. Oh, that's pretty cool. Which yeah. is great. Because I feel like this game in particular, a lot of people are going to pick it up with 3. I right. Actually, like, yo. I tried. Uh, Witcher 1 came out with, uh, in one of the Steam sales, and I picked it up. It's hard to go back that far. Right. I will say if you're interested in completing the series, uh, 
I wouldn't try play two or three until you've done one. Really? Because if you jump into two and then try and go back to one, it's like, oh. Is it is it just age? Is it lack of polish? Is it just graphical? It's partially graphical, I mean, but it's all right when you're running at a high resolution. The main thing is just the control system. Well, it takes a dramatic step back with the controls. Wow. It's like, uh, there's you one button fighting, sort of, almost. That sounds great. That sounds really straightforward. It's rough. That it, it's still rough. It. Like, the, the, the playability of it is not great either. So, if it was one button that was really enjoyable that'd be fine but it's not it's funny because it's funny how control schemes and Sorry, the way we the, and the way we play games changes because like a year ago i went back and replayed knights of the old republic uh-huh. and i sat down i was like what the fuck is this control scheme you know at the time i played it i remember not batting an eye at it you didn't know any fine. better right and then like going back and knowing what we know now it was it was really hard to pick up and start playing but um, the graphics didn't bother you. Graphics didn't, well, I knew what I was in for. Yeah. I mean, that's been ported now to iPad, hasn't it? I think so, yeah. So, hmm. Um, here, let me, I want to read this. I'm not going to move the front I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. If you listen to the show, you've heard me talking about dollarshaveclub.com. I've got their, I've got their stuff right here. Uh, they deliver amazing razors for a few bucks. First time I heard about the club, I was skeptical. I didn't think a razor that only costs a few bucks could deliver a great shave. It seemed too good to be true, but then I tried them. And I got the most amazing shave I've had in years. My skin felt like silk. If you're still using those bags of plastic disposals, you know, the ones people steal from the gym, just stop. DollarShaveClub.com razors cost less than those flimsy plastic things, and the shave doesn't even compare. I can't have a bunch of nicks and cuts on my face because I work on video a lot. And I'm pretty, you know, let's be honest. Uh, if anyone needs So pretty. So pretty. If anyone needs a high-quality razor, it's me. It's this face. Uh, don't be fooled by the affordable price. These razors are legit, and you'll never go back. Plus, they've got Dr. Carver's Shave Butter, so if you're still using old-fashioned shave foam, you're missing out. Try dollarshaveclub.com slash patch today. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash patch. There's the refills. So you should do it. Um, Where was I? Going back to my notes here. Um, Okay, I think we've we've had... We talked about The Witcher 3 a lot more than I thought we would. It's a really interesting game to talk about, and it's not like it's... Serialized, so you don't get one every year. It's also the only well, I mean, game that's the only new game that's out, really. No, there's one more notable what is release that? this week: House of Wolves. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, but that's not uh, a new, that's yeah. not a new game. You spent like all it's of yesterday almost, playing House. We of did. Wolves, didn't we, you? we shot a bunch of stuff in House of Wolves. Uh, Spoiler alert! I just yeah. had to drink my shot glass. It's empty. <laughs> just to hey, like Gus. sip on there. So, I'm, I'm not going to say it out of spite now. <laughs> <laughs> so, say what? You, you can't disappoint Twitter. Well, we'll see. Maybe I'll sneak one in. Um, so it seems to me – I haven't played House of Wolves mm-hmm. yet. It seems to me that the reception so far has been on the positive side. The, I mean there's good notes to it. Uh, so basically what they've added, uh, there's a new – essentially kind of a tower zone in the, the Queen's Reef, uh, which – yeah, some, re- some it's your brain's going to eventually squish that together into something that you shouldn't say. Oh, no. I already squeezed together. There you go. I, uh, I got that one. It's impolite it and is. funny. Queef. Yeah. yeah. The queef, uh, queef. There's like five new story missions that are, ah, uh, they're all right. I mean, it's, it's pretty, uh, as with any Destiny story mission, you could basically pay no attention to it and probably get the same experience. Like, uh, except there's a different person jabbering in your ear. Mm. Uh, again, no sign of the Dinklebot. He's gone his own way. Um, but, uh, so they've, they've got some kind of new bounties, but they're weekly. They're not daily. So the new Queen's bounties, which are usually two assassination, uh, assassination missions, they've added basically a new public event sort of thing where there's, 
uh, now a fallen ship that'll just show up in certain zones and drop a bunch of enemies that you fight. And at the end of that, you can get a special chest that has some some drops in it. Uh, I mean, it, there's some new stuff. They, they raise the level cap again. There's no new raid. There's the new not arena yet, mode. Right? That's going to be there. Will be a raid. There's just not a raid yet. I, 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 I don't guess. think the raid's going to be tied to House of Wolves. I don't think there's it was, no, no raid associated with it. They'll uh-huh. just say they'll deliver a raid later. No, okay, what they added. I, I thought that the way they were determining expansion was that it had uh, one like a, a new content for each game mode, including raids. Well, what they added, and I don't know, maybe this fills the slot for them, was they've added two things. They've added a new kind of multiplayer sort of tournament system, which is the uh, Trials of Osiris. And that's a 3v3 single death elimination. Uh, should be like really fast, light games. Uh, and there's a, a ranking system where if you get to the end of nine wins, then you can unlock special rewards. And there's like a, a, a two win, a three win, I think a five win and a nine win tiers. Um, and there are things that you can get in the game that'll make like a one win count for two. So you get a double tier or one loss doesn't matter. Because uh, once you lose, you're out. You got to start again. But that's only week. That's only on the weekends, so you can't play that right now. So House of Wolves is out, but you won't be able to play that till Friday. Okay. Uh, the other thing they added was this kind of a horde mode based thing, which is a uh, kind of arena where it's four rounds, one against each of the different factions that you fight in Destiny, and it's it's all right. I mean, it's a it's a pretty standard three player horde mode. Uh, it doesn't really do anything super revolutionary. Um, at the end of the four rounds, you then have like a boss fight which is one of their fairly typical bullet sponge kind of bosses mm-hmm. and then at the end of that the big payoff is you get to use treasure keys if you found any to unlock a big treasure chest and you get uh-huh. a legendary or an exotic or borderlands like, too huh like like really yeah, cool eye patches maybe none so far mm. also you're always wearing a helmet so it's if you were wearing an we, eye patch, the no patch one would go on the outside you know one of my favorite game settings is mm-hmm. is uh when you can go in and you can be wearing a helmet, but you can check a setting so that it doesn't appear so you can still see your head. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, worst yeah, yeah. things about the games where you can create a character is you spend all this time, well, some of us spend all this time, like hours creating an awesome character, stick a helmet on their head and you never see him for the rest <laughs> of the game. It's the worst. Well, in most cases, you're running behind them anyway, right? I mean... Third person is I this look, view. I'll, I'll take hair, you know. Just, <laughs> yeah, just but I made that hair. Well, lots That's of times my hair. In cinematics, they'll use it, and you'll see like your, your face covered up with a helmet or something. Uh-huh. Well, they even a lot of times will have a face or a helmet off in cinematic option. I think that was kind of maybe the precursor to just don't show the helmet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just get the benefits without yeah. any right. of the cosmetics. Big fan of invisible helmets. Yeah. <laughs> it's magic. Most of this is. I'm in, wearing an like, invisible helmet right now. No, no, don't test it. <laughs> it's acting up. It's being very finicky. Um, so one of the I, – I, I love bizarre news, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Most bizarre news – I just read this right before we came on uh, to record the patch. Is I guess the items that Osama bin Laden had while he was in hiding have become public knowledge. And okay. believe it or not, this is video game related. He had a strategy guide for a video game called Delta Force Extreme 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's everything. But the, the, the strategy guide for Delta Force Extreme 2 and a, quote, video game guide by GameSpot. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck a GameSpot video game guide means. Right. Cause... I'm really curious about the Guinness Book of World Records Children's Edition 2008. Well, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm also really intrigued about this game. I've never heard of it before, but I feel like... And actually, they, they spelled it wrong. I mean, they co- obviously hear the control room copy and pasted what the government put out. But it's actually 
Delta Force Extreme 2. No E in ex- at the beginning of Extreme. It starts with the letter X. I like the silk screening instructions. That's great. He was going to make t-shirts. He was going to make his own fan art. I feel like we should do a podcast Let's Play like in Delta Force Extreme 2. He had a, he had a lot of weird it. stuff. Uh, man. Delta he... Force Extreme 2. Here we go. First person shooter by Nova Logic. Really? Uh-huh. Here we go. It was released in 2009 on the PC, and it was not well received at all. He probably thought it was like an actual simulator where he could test his defenses. I don't know, but it's uh, from what I I'm not even played it, but what I'm reading mm-hmm. here, it was, uh, it, it was a Rainbow Six-style game. came out in 2009. It's available through Steam. I wonder if this is like a boom for their sales. <laughs> like, like, what the hell was he playing? I got to try this. Yeah, because I'm we, curious now. But then we got to know mm-hmm. what the GameSpot guide was, too. I don't think they did paper guides. So the, uh, uh, Are you sure it's not like a Prima guide to uh, something? According to the Kotaku article, they, they tried to speculate. Uh, and I'm quoting the, video, the, the Kotaku article here. Um, As for the GameSpot video game guide, I have no idea. I believe GameSpot used to put out holiday-timed print magazines to coincide with the shopping season. Maybe that's what that is? You got a gift guide? I don't know. Okay. I mean, sure. If he, you know, has gamers in his life for Christmas Yeah, presents. I don't know. I'm, I'm really, really intrigued. <laughs> I guess for like the... No, I'm not going to say that. Maybe it's just like fan stuff. Maybe they were just sending him things like, oh, Sama, you totally love this. (laughs) You should check this game out. Maybe he was creating his own wish list. He's like, man, this Delta Force Extreme 2 sucks. This time I'm going to tell him what game to buy me. (laughs) That was a really weird list. There was a suicide prevention book. There was was also like a sports nutrition Mm -hmm. thing. I mean, he was on dialysis, right? Like he had kidney function problems. He had to be very careful about his nutrition. He did? I think so. Oh, I, I think so. I don't know, really. <laughs> that was one of the jokes about how, why was it so hard to find him? Because he's like six foot four on dialysis. It's like, this right. guy has very specific needs. Come on. We all have our very specific needs. <laughs> um, oh, I have the need for Hearthstone. Oh. oh, he did it. Here we go. I also have the need for alcohol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan, you don't get any. Yay. You just filled that with Coke, all right? I'm out. Here. Also, it's not really that impressive. Have some water. Thanks. Um, all right. And then that way it at least looks to, the same. To my favorite game. Let me dip it. Uh, uh. Hey. There we go. <laughs> gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> what? That's, I less contact with her drink. <laughs> that was a big shot. That was also delicious. Uh, ah, I took it like a champ. I didn't think it would be that hard. <laughs> so the other... Um, you took it like a champ? Very what? seductive, Ryan. Um, <laughs> I feel really warm. Um, the other, the, what I thought was going to be the weirdest piece of news of the week, which got replaced by the, the Osama talk was the Nintendo hiring their new VP of sales, mm-hmm. <laughs> Doug Bowser. Do you think he changed his name? Like as a tactic to be like instantly <laughs> like, memorable out. in the application process. Well, they do say when to tailor your resume. Through all the resumes, they see this guy is named Bowser and they immediately went, get this guy in yeah, here I love right their now. press release. So. Their press release headline is – oh, look. You got another Diet Coke there. Their, Yay, their press thanks. release headline is, Nintendo of America hires Bowser as new VP of sales. Then the subtitle is, Doug Bowser brings decades of experience, not fire breath, to new role. Love it. <laughs> so they definitely are embracing it and going for it. Um, so that's – When oh, a Bowser falls in your lap, you just got to roll with it. I mean, that's too great a coincidence. Right. They need to get him out on the E3 presentation because I guess Iwata is not going to be at E3 this year. Oh, really? Uh, yep. So he's not – 
Oh wait, the, the, Nintendo they, has a weird relationship with E3. They did. Anyway. They did the Nintendo Direct last year. They didn't even have a presser. Right. So he'll he'll probably do a part of the Nintendo Direct oh. from Japan. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. They do. They have such a non-traditional approach anyway in that they do their Nintendo Direct to everyone. Well, I guess everyone kind of does something to everyone now. Uh, and then they'll have a whole bunch of game consoles set up at Best Buys mm-hmm. around the country so that everybody can play the games, not just journalists. It's actually a really cool approach, and I think. And this year, they have, they're bringing back the Nintendo World Championship. First time in they 25 are. years. Yeah, it's only of. open to U.S. residents. And it's only in eight cities. Oh, you can only qualify from eight cities. Yeah. Like You figure, if they're calling it the World Championship, they would have some qualifying tournaments. Yeah, like the World Series other or the... Uh, that's the only one I got. There's probably you, more, right? Did they announce which games are involved yet? Uh, I don't think so. Let me, let me look that up. Because they, uh, they, so didn't, they didn't when they announced that they were bringing it back. But I was really curious, like, what will actually be... Are they going to allow the power glove? <laughs> it's so bad. Um, <laughs> so the, the, it's at these eight locations. And, and I think they're each Best Buys. Yeah, there they are. And I think only the first 750 people at each location are going to be allowed in to attempt to qualify. Oh, God. I can't imagine those lines. That's going to be awful. Yeah. It seems like it's a really compressed time frame because they announced it like a month before E3. Mm-hmm. Now they got to go through all of this and then get those people out to E3. And I mean, Lord knows it's hard enough to find a hotel out there. Maybe that's to keep the population down because if you don't have really time to schedule travel, then you're looking at a lot more local populations around those playing zones, mm-hmm. testing zones. What are they calling them? We should go to Dallas. All right. Let's go to Dallas. When, when is it? Can... Uh, hold on. Uh, looking all this stuff up. If, there, if it's on a Wednesday, we should do a patch from the line <laughs> out and down okay, outside. So, um, I'm sure everyone in the here is in the control room is cursing at me now. May 30th. That's not a Wednesday. May 30th. That's a Saturday. Ah, Saturday. On, We're not going to do anything on a Saturday. I'll be on you a plane. You're on a plane. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Going to Germany. Oh wow! Look at you. Gonna learn learn some history. Uh. Where are the games here? For a video game thing. Uh, so let's see. Uh, so their old school world championship. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you noticed. So they announced it with a, a video with uh, Reggie Fiume and uh, Mega64 directed and made that really? video for them. Yeah. I'm not remotely surprised. Nintendo or like Nintendo Mega and Mega64 have a really good relationship. You remember that one they did? Uh, they was The it? Mecha whatever? Uh, they did, right, they did, Mecha that, Reggie was last yes. year. That was their E3 right? video for last year. But then, remember, it was several years ago. This was at... <laughs> I want to say it was GDC Awards, and they did one where they were hopping around the show acting like, I think, Mario and Luigi. And then they spotted, like they spotted Miyamoto, and <laughs> it, was, it was crazy because it was a Miyamoto cameo, and he hadn't done anything mm-hmm. for a really long time. And so he got a cameo. Mega64 got the Miyamoto cameo. Well, Those guys are fucking crazy. Well, they would they also, don't even like Mexican food. They would also get Koji. No, they don't like Tex-Mex. They love Mexican food. They don't like Tex-Mex. That is an insult. No, they're right. They're, they're, they're absolutely delicious. right. Tex-Mex is the fucking look, worst. Look, I like Texas food, and if you want to add Mexican food to Texas food, I'm just going to be even happier. Tex-Mex is just Mexican food covered in queso. It's what awful. do you call torchies? You don't think awful. torchies is, is the worst? Torchies is amazing. Torchies, you shut your I mouth. I wish every torchies would I burn down. I went there last month. They wow. had a taco that had a waffle in it, and fried chicken, and bacon, and what? you can pour syrup on it. That's not a taco. It was so good. Torchies is awful. Don't ever eat there. Um, so, I have no position on this, really, but I, I like to watch you fight. People who are competing in the Nintendo World Championship are going to be playing Championship Mode in Ultimate NES Remix, trying to notch high scores in Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 3, and Dr. Mario. Wow. I do like that old they're doing school. a lot of old school games. That yeah. makes me happy. I'm a little bit surprised, honestly. I would have expected Smash Brothers. Is Smash Brothers not well, on we there may, at all? We may see it like maybe when they do their 
finals in mm. LA. Right, like maybe they're holding those qualifiers separately because it just seems like of all the games that they have out now, Smash Brothers would be the one that they'd be featuring in a competitive capacity. Yeah, Smash yeah. Brothers, Mario Kart, maybe. Yeah, they'll have you know the big the ch- the finals and the big showdowns you know in LA as part of E3. So I imagine they're just doing this to find the people who are going to move on and compete in the next round. It's like on all those uh, the American voice person shows where they go around and do the smaller zones and then you have to audition to get on the big show. Right. I'm going to L.A. They got the golden ticket. Yay. That show that's getting canceled. Um, Wait, what's getting canceled? American Idol. Oh, I thought you said golden ticket. I was was like, when when did Willy Wonka get a TV show? (laughs) I got a golden ticket. Um, No, continue. I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, that's the end of the song, as far as I'm aware. I mean, it's just repeat that yeah, it's over just, and over. It's just all chorus. That's the chorus and yeah. the verse and everything. <laughs> right, and then there's a bunch of dancing around in pajamas, right? Well, of course. Okay. Well, you got to get Grandpa out of bed. Where he's in bed with his other Grandpa and Grandma and Grandma. Don't ask. Like, they like to party. It was a crazy time. Chocolate doesn't... The bed's, like, in the middle of the house, too. Chocolate's like, a hell of a drug. Yeah. Oof. Um... Well, it's, oh, so speaking we're, of that, we're though. talking about we're talking about E3. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm, yeah, gonna, go I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack you here. So we're talking about E3. Uh, Microsoft and Sony have both announced, you know, when their pressers are, and um, so they're both tradition. Their traditional times Monday. I think Microsoft is in the morning. Sony's in the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Square Enix moved theirs by they, an hour. They did. They moved because Nintendo announced when their Nintendo Direct is, and I think it's Tuesday morning. So Square Enix moved out of Nintendo's time spot. Man, that's like I think wow. it was Square Enix. That's like. Rubbing your dick all over someone. It's like a little, your time. A little bit, but it's also like top dog, platform, bottom dog, everybody else. Yeah, but jeez. You, you just you don't compete with the platforms because the platforms are going to be announcing their platforms but, exclusives I mean, plus all the big double stuff. I mean, is Nintendo still a big platform for Square Enix though? Probably not for Square Enix, but yeah. you just don't compete with the platforms. Yeah, you, you still just, wouldn't like, want to go you, against you them. You leave them. You want an hour all to yourself. And if Nintendo's not going to budge, and they're you know they're Nintendo, so they're like, I'm just going to do this time. Move it an hour. Who is, cares? Is Square Enix doing theirs from LA, or are they doing it from remotely? They're doing theirs from LA. No, I would. I, if I were Square Enix, I would have said, "Fuck it." I would have like dug my heels in. Nintendo, I assume, is doing. You're not going to get yeah, Nintendo but, yeah, to move. But you're not Square no, no. I, I know Nintendo wouldn't move. Yeah. No, I wouldn't move. It'd be really tough, though, because then you're splitting journalists between between two different conferences. Right, but they're Don't watching virtually versus sitting there physically. But journalists aren't going to be able to be at both at once. True. All right. Maybe you're a little smarter than me. I still disagree about torches, Yeah, though. well, you know about that. <laughs> I still think torches is bad. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, I, I got uh, uh, the um, invite to the Microsoft E3 presser, so I'll, I'll send that to you. Great. That's um, Honestly, you know... We've got a really big E3 this year. We can't really talk about it yet. I think we might be able to talk about it a little bit next week. Uh, but can I be honest? Is We've gone to a lot of these these pressers the last couple of years. And I feel like there's no point being at the actual press conference. Unless they give something away, right? Unless Weren't they, they giving away, away Xboxes? In which, in which case, and... like, you get a free console. And that's really, really great. Free consoles are awesome. But... Every time I've been at a press conference, I've been really frustrated because I'm sitting there and I can't do anything until the conference is over. Mm. Whereas if you watch it remotely as a group, what I'd like to do this year, I don't know if it's technically possible, but I think it'd be really cool to be able to like stream the conferences in and then stream them out with commentary. 
So there's a couple seconds delay, but basically Mystery Science Theater 3000, the conferences. We, mm-hmm. we could do it uh, via chat room on our website where we can embed the stream and then you could be communicating via the chat. Potentially, but if we could do audio, that would be awesome as well. So we'll we'll see because there's there's technical hurdles there. We'll be in LA for that time, so maybe we can do it from the full screen offices. I'm not really sure yet, but it seems like it's more valuable to not be at the streams anymore, or not, at the like not be show. at the yeah. actual conferences yeah. because no, you're you not get, wrong. Yeah. you see everything when in the usually stream. better. Everyone can see everything in the stream, and I feel like people watching it somewhere else get a better experience in stream too. It's you're... flashy at the event. Uh-huh. But it's really impractical. Well, in, in, if you're watching on the stream, too, you get a f- full-frame video that is actually played in yeah. front of you instead of projected up on a screen that's half-blotted yeah, out by too. the Plus, stage lights. You're also and, getting a view that a director has determined this is the best way to present this information right now. So you're mm-hmm. up close into the action. Now, that being said, you may not get no audio when it plays, or it may just be a black screen. It may or, buffer or be super... like. 144p. <laughs> yeah, there's been the, their fair share of stream whoopsies. I feel like that's uh, decreased over time. It's gotten better, but it's, it's really hard to completely stamp it out, especially with the just the nightmare that is the internet anywhere around any of these conventions. Yeah. Um, i got to read one more thing here. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is also brought to you by Trunk Club. When it comes to clothing, men all over the world agree on two simple facts. One, when you look great, you feel even better. And two, the time it takes to actually shop for, find, and buy those great-looking clothes absolutely sucks. Trunk Club gets it, and that's why they've taken the pain out of finding great-looking clothes by shipping you a trunk of clothes that fit perfectly and make you look amazing. At trunkclub.com slash thepatch, you answer a few simple questions about your look, style, and size. You're assigned an expert who will handpick clothes that are just right for you. After getting to know you and your preferences, your stylist will email you their recommendations curated from only the best premium brands. You approve what you like, and boom, boom, a trunk full of great clothes handpicked just for you arrive at your door. Try them on, keep what you want, send back what you don't in their prepaid trunk, and that's it. Trunk Club is the easiest way to refresh your wardrobe this spring. Your stylist, the shopping, the trunk, even the shipping are all 100% free when you go to trunkclub.com slash the patch. Looking great is important, and Trunk Club has made it easy. Only pay for the clothes you keep, no ongoing subscription, no hidden charges, just great clothes handpicked for you. Um, I used it, and you're going to thank me on this. And right now, it's completely free, so go get started at trunkclub.com slash the patch. That's trunkclub.com slash the patch. I actually talked about them quite a bit on the podcast on Monday, but it's super easy, super straightforward. And the thing, the big thing to remember if you decide to try it is they, they suggested a bunch of stuff for me, and I thought, well, you know, I don't like some of this stuff. I'm going to not get it. And I thought, well, it's free. There's no point not to have them send it to you. So, like, they sent it all, and some of the stuff I thought I didn't like when I got it in person and tried it, I was like, oh, this is actually awesome. So I kept a bunch of it. So try it out. It's uh, it's really handy. Uh, Bernie's been doing it, and uh, at first I was <laughs> I was like, you just had people send you clothes. You're gonna try on <laughs> what you want, and then send it what you don't want back. <laughs> Nothing's going back because I know how I do things, which is whenever I order clothes, I'm like, I'll just try it on. If I don't like it, I'll send it back. And I try it on and go, no, nah, I'm gonna send this back. And I put it in the box that came in or whatever, and then it sits there for a billion mm-hmm. years because. I don't want to be, like, attaching a whole bunch of stuff, and I don't know where to drop it off. I don't want to, get like, pay for extra postage. It just sits there forever. I've got a ton of stuff that's just sitting there completely wasted. They put tape in the box. Yeah, so, so you, you can take have the to box find tape. Closed. It's so easy. And then, yeah, you, you just schedule a UPS to come pick it up. You just leave it on your front door. Yeah, and then, like, it was amazing. It. Yeah. I was super impressed. I was super impressed about the tape, too. I feel like Bernie didn't appreciate the tape. But <laughs> I really appreciated it. It's the I, details, really. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think he was like, oh, this is a nice touch. But for me, that was like, this is the difference yeah. between <laughs> sending stuff back and not. It's just like, you just close it. Tape. No it's more excuses. Yeah. It's amazing. Yep. I should really get on that. 
people have caught on to the fact that I own like four shirts. You should uh, go to trunkclub.com slash the patch. Don't tell anyone. That'll be our little secret. Showbiz has finally paid off. Um, yes, yeah, so I want to get back to some E3 talk. <laughs> um, Bethesda, or it, I guess, released a really the shortest Doom trailer ever. Like the shortest video I think like I may have ever seen. Seconds. So do you think it's a red herring? And most of it was title cards. Yeah, the right. important question though, do you think it's a red herring? What do you mean? Well, do you think it's a red herring to draw? I'm gonna, let me see if I can see where yeah. you're going with this, all right? We're going to play the game. Uh, is this a red herring? to draw attention away from the potential Fallout 4 leak by getting people talking about Doom instead. Uh, if so, that's... Is that right? Yeah. Yes. That's, I don't think that's a good plan. I don't think that'll work. People are super jazzed about... Well, maybe they're trying to lower Fallout expectations. 4. Maybe there's not going to be a Fallout 4 this year. Announced. But there, in there, that I case... Maybe they're, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go, yeah. and I will start a riot in the theater if there's no Fallout 4 mentioned. I'm going <laughs> to light a chair on fire. <laughs> See, you already invited me, Bethesda. You can't take that back. This I'm is why you have to go. If you're not there, if you're just watching on the stream, you can't burn the building. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. We will send Gus, and then we will watch while he burns down the building, and we don't have to worry about escaping with our lives. That's a good point. So you're like 2001. I'm going to find like a bone and just start clubbing like crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, though, is the leak for Fallout 4 is an interesting one. I was worried it was going to be another, you know, Survivor. Was it 2299, 2266? I always get those numbers wrong. But uh, this is this was someone on their LinkedIn, which a lot of people can't see, just saying they worked on a cinematic trailer. Now, here's the thing is that doesn't mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's being announced at E3. But they're working on a cinematic trailer. And that work wrapped up in March. If I that's mean, also a true story. Look, cinematic trailers right. can also be used to pitch the game for sales. Yeah. Just to make, get it made. So it may have nothing at all to do Maybe, with production. Maybe, but it's not, like, it's not like Bethesda has to go and be like, we'd really like yeah. to make this game. It's called Fallout. Yeah, Bethesda, that's fair. Bethesda yeah. and ZeniMax, <laughs> their publisher, are pretty much the same thing. It's like yeah. one hand... Trying to sell something to the other, right? It almost it, a lot of times it feels almost like Zenimax is just like a holding company, That's and right. Bethesda runs everything. Keep in mind, there's there's Bethesda Game Studios too, which is different from there's Bethesda Game Studios, there's Zenimax, there's Zenimax Online, which was the Elder Scrolls Online people, and then there's another Bethesda, there's also, and there's also Bethesda ID. software, right? But they, is it just a is it now a wholly owned subsidiary? No, they're they're or owned, are they independent? I believe they're owned by Zenimax. But they're, you know, so that puts them right there with Bethesda mm-hmm. as well. Oh, uh, by the way, Ryan, um, at X Inspired also wants Trunk Club to send you shoes because apparently, goddamn. Uh, they're just black shoes. Trunk they Club go does, with everything. They're, they're, Trunk Club does send you shoes, I will tell you. I, 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 I got two I've shoes in my last shipment. Okay, they're, do you know the number of socks showing up? And look, it's a whole thing. Why are you like, getting socks? Look, so Jeff was buying these $15 socks and then I was like, why are you buying $15 socks? And then he's like, I'm going to buy everybody $15 socks. So you understand why $15 socks are good. So we got $15 socks and then everybody else is like, ah, socks, you should So work. are $15 socks, socks good? I don't know. I haven't put them on yet. I was saving okay. it for a video because they keep showing up, so I figured I'd just, like, swim in them first. Right? Well, Are you too you good can, for $15 you socks? You can take your $15 socks and put them in your old man shoes, apparently, because that's how everyone says they look. Uh, and by everyone, I mean at X-Inspired. I would like to it be abundantly clear at this point that I am not at all interested in what girds this body. Like, you can wrap me in anything. Right. I don't give a shit. Can I? But, but Ryan... Your fans, they are interested in girding. Obviously, they like me regardless of what I'm wearing. Oh, that's so sweet. So, hey, shout out to you fans for putting <laughs> up with my Man, absolute my, lack of style. That is or, the most pandering thing that's <laughs> ever been said on this stage. 
Yeah. The two guns. <laughs> You're the real winners, fans. <laughs> um, but um, and enough about that. Especially and since this is a, a pre- so predominantly audio podcast. I, so uh, There is one more thing I want to say about E3. Okay. One mm-hmm. more thing. I, I've never, you know, we, we do a lot of work with Microsoft, obviously, because of uh, Red versus Blue and whatnot. But I've never received an invite to a Sony E3 presser in the past. So I want to go to the Sony E3 presser this year. Do it. I don't know how to go about that. Do it. We just ask. won't include you on ask. whatever this, awesome commentary. This, this is me asking. Sony, can I go? I, won't, I will not start just a riot. Go, go, <laughs> I will go, not go, treat go, you like Bethesda. He won't take the torch to yours. We promise. Yeah. No, we don't promise anything on his behalf because. I promise. Okay. Yeah, it's a royal we. Oh. Mm. And there, uh, I expect a lot more Morpheus announcements out of them. They just started up that studio in uh, the UK, Northwest Studios. Well, did I don't think they just started up. That's kind of been going for a while oh, now, it? right? I thought they just, like, that was an announcement, but I thought they'd, like, that studio has been focusing on Morpheus even before that. Or I'm... Unless they've got a second UK studio now working exclusively, they Morpheus. better be. I mean, because I thought they'd refocus one of the studios they had specifically for Morpheus a while ago. I could be remembering it wrong, but I don't know if this was just newly an announcement or a second studio. But they've got, a, in that case, they've got a couple working on Morpheus now. They're saying that it could be out within the next year, right? They said it'll be released the first half of 2016. So this is definitely the time where. They need to announce the shit. Yeah. I mean, right. that, that whole platform is going to live or die based on the basically the first-party titles that will yep. get people interested in using it. Yeah. By E3, we are essentially within 12 months of a launch window for yeah. it. So it's, it's time to, to really start showing some real-world applications and some real-world use scenarios for it. Especially for Morpheus because it's basically locked to that one platform. Right. Um, Studios in Northwestern England. No, I think you're right. It doesn't say anything about it being a new – well, it is – so the job – Posting says it's an exciting and rare opportunity to join an ambitious new studio to create original games. So it's probably a young studio. It's probably not brand new. Okay. So that might be the one because there was another studio. Oh, they were. Thinking. I'm just going to let that that hang there. Hanging pause. I I feel like there was another game they were working on. If you were a computer, you'd have like the beach ball or the hourglass (laughs) right there. You're like, click, 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 click. God damn it. Yeah, I feel like they were working on something before, and then they said they were working on some Morpheus stuff, but they had been newly refocused or the studio was reformed from something else. Hmm. But that's all all the the vaguest stuff, information. I don't know. Hold on. Oh, you Uh, you put Tara in a bad way. Sorry, Tara. Yeah, Gus outed your comment about my shoes. Huh? Yeah, she responded, no, I swear it's not me. I don't care about the shoes. I'm commenting on something other fans say. Sob. No, she commented about I, the shoes. I'm the one who Oh, added. sorry. Yes. Yeah, that's how I was no, confused. Sorry, Tara. Hey, hey, Tara. I know it was you. Tara, you did use the term old man shoes. I'm just saying. <laughs> I did see that tweet. Um, Sony UK Morpheus um, Studio. And let me see if I can find something that's older than like this week. So, yeah, I feel like we haven't had much Morpheus news lately, but I feel like that's because... They're saving it for E3 Everything, to put on a big splash. That and, I mean, now that the hardware's talking 2016, so uh, they may sit on it for a little bit longer just to really make a bigger splash when all that stuff's ready. You, that's the problem with this stuff. Whenever you launch new hardware, and, I mean, Connect never really mm. took off because they never really launched it with something with huge audience appeal. Mm. So if they're going to make VR work, they've got to launch it with something that's like, wow, this is why I want this platform. And this is what the future of this platform is that I can see from this. Right. Okay, so as far as I can tell, this is a second studio. So there was a Sony London studio, 
Um, and now there's uh, Northwest, uh, uh, Sony Northwest that's also in the U.K. This Two U.K. studios, huh? That is a little weird. Hmm. I guess the Brits are more visual than, than us or the Japanese. I don't know. It's weird that you'd put all your eggs in one country. <laughs> is it? We'll Does it a, matter with the game studio? We'll have a tea drinking simulator. Oh, I would love that. Let's, lovely. Um, what, is, what is that tea party simulator? There's a tea party simulator. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a tea yeah. party simulator. Should... I'm pretty sure there's a. we have a how-to in tea mm-hmm. party simulator. We should add uh, – I don't know if it's in – Just for clarification, it is actually a tea party. It I is, mean, there were so many right, ways not, they could have gone like with that. Not like political tea party. Mm. Well, there was the tea or, party with the chuck the tea in the river. And event like, revolution. Party, right. The ocean, right? Or yeah. River. Well, no, it's um, well, it a bay. Speaking of yeah. parties, we sh- I don't know if it's in our game club uh, cylinder, but we should add Spy Party in there if it's not in there. Yeah, I don't think it's in there, but we'll add it. Cole, okay. can we add Spy Party? Yeah. Thumbs up from Cole. Thanks, Thank Cole. you, Cole. He's on it. <laughs> I love it. It's easy. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, so we were talking about VR and Morpheus. Did you see the explanation of how Valve's lighthouses work? Yeah, that was really interesting. It's a very different uh, mindset. Than how any of the others have done it. I right. mean, so like the, the essentially the headset is the marker instead of the marker being read from elsewhere, right? If I'm understanding it essentially, well, basically correctly. they can turn anything into a receptor in the sense that it's got two broadcast towers and all the objects, the headset, the the hand controls are doing is waiting for incoming light, and then it's measuring the time between. Mm-hmm. So that's how it's positioning it. It's not using a in, any kind of magnetic system, which is a pretty common system. It's not using a triangulation based on uh, well, I mean, what was the other ones there? Mag- magnetic and optical are pretty much the two ways to go. And this isn't this is sort of an optical system still. I mean, it's still using photoreceptors to measure uh incoming light, mm-hmm. but uh yeah, I mean, according to I haven't actually tested it myself, but from what everybody says, it's amazingly accurate. Uh and it's a really low impact system to set so up. The, just a- to explain the light the way the lighthouse from what I understand from the article, though I believe the way it works is it's a little box and it shines an LED and then it flashes a laser, and mm-hmm. your device times how long it takes for the laser to get to it. That way, it knows where it is in space. Right. And since there's two of them, it can kind of triangulate. And since there's several points position. on the device, it can also track orientation and things like that based on where it falls across the device. They had a really cool slow mo GIF showing it and showing mm-hmm. the the laser spinning as well as the lights flashing before each laser comes out. I think it was at sixty hertz. Right? Oh, yeah, I believe so. So. That's- so bets on whether this is related to the trademark application for something called Chaperone, which is for virtual reality tracking something or other. Chaperone. Maybe, maybe that's their. Maybe that's the official name for. Is that to go with? Is that to keep kids out of VR porn? I forgot an alarm. Maybe uh, <laughs> it could be. Well, maybe I, I feel like Chaperone could be almost like a VR assistant who helps you with stuff. Well, so apparently, why would that be a chaperone? Was, this was though? just discovered today, as far as I can tell, but it was filed in March, uh, and uh, it's a it's a trademark at the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, and the goods and services is described as nope, not that. There we go. Hardware and software, sensors and beacons for the detection and measurement of physical objects and the representation of such objects in virtual reality environments. That's very um, de- and devices used for the detection and measurement of physical objects and the representation of such objects in virtual reality environments and electronic apparatus for the detection and measurement of physical objects and the representation of such objects in virtual reality environments. Yeah. I mean, so maybe, well, maybe like maybe that's the, the term or like the group of things that they're planning on it being. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't uh, Valve basically say that if you would like to use Lighthouse technology, you were welcome to right. it. Yeah, I mean, they've made it an open platform in that sense. So uh, I don't 
That doesn't no, mean they can't have a trademark for the name, though. Or maybe I for, mean, theirs, to, for their to, use. You got you to trademark a name, right? But chaperones, that's a weird implication. It's got a lot of that. weight to that word. Yeah. There's, there's like preconceived notions well, about Well, either it. that or like maybe it's meant to accompany the headset. Yeah, but it, a chaperone like watches over oh, you. Oh, here's the, here's the And lighthouse. maybe it's meant to watch over the headset, man. If you scroll right. down on that page, you can see the GIF as well. I don't want to be chaperoned, though. You can't tame me, Ashley. You can't put your chaperones all over my life, all right? So that's the gif we were talking about where the lights flash and then each of those cylinders has a different laser like a that rolls out. Yeah. Beep. I thought that was really neat. That, like, that, watching that gif was like, oh, okay, cool. I understand. <laughs> um, but you were talking about open platforms and virtual reality, which segues perfectly into something else I read this week, which is uh, Oculus CEO Palmer Lucky or Oculus founder Palmer Lucky has, said, has reiterated that Oculus will be an open platform and uh, essentially, they will not do anything to stop pornography from being on it. I love it. They also announced this week that they've stopped development for Mac and Linux. They froze well, development. Froze. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I guess that's this, stopped. This thing is stopped. They well, they say stop. It connotates that yeah. it's ended and they're not going to continue. Well, they, the, the statement when they announced it was like, we'd like to add this at some point, but we don't even have a timeline now. Yeah. They're they, just gonna, they said we're focusing on getting it out for Windows. But that's really weird. Well, I mean, I guess... You're assuming then, or the assumption would be then, that they're just going to give up on the market that all the uh, Steam PCs would be filling because they're going to be most likely going with the Vive. Uh, yeah, but, or, or with well, Valves or whatever, right? Val- well, that's what I mean. Yeah. The, the it, HTC Vive is the Valve headset. It is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, but... I mean, Valve has been doing the behind kind of the gaming push to Linux, sorta. I mean, Steam well, OS is still not really huge traction thus far. But uh, I wonder if that's a reaction to Valve's own system. Could be, maybe, but it, it might also just be that they they're having trouble actually getting a product out, and they're focusing on the one platform mm. where they'll get the most people. Yeah, well, they could just be trying to put the most polish on it possible and making sure that it, it works, like you said, for the largest group of people. And then the other stuff is such a minority. It's like such a small number of users. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll worry about them later. Yeah, they, re- they released the recommended specs to be able to run Oculus Rift, and they're pretty beefy. Like They, re- they want you to have um, at least 8 gigabytes of RAM. They want you to have at least an NVIDIA GTX 970. They want you to have, what's the rest? Or an AMD that? 290. Uh, oh, there it is. Uh, Intel i Look at that. It's all right there. I mean, Intel i5, i5. That's not really that high. Eight gigabytes of RAM. That's, and that's then, really not a huge amount for yeah. modern PCs. I mean... Windows 7, two USB 3 ports, and an HDMI 1.3 video. It is interesting that they specify two USB 3.0 points, uh, ports because I don't think the current DV2 cares. Like uh, it works off of USB 2? Well, I'm pretty sure it's just using it for power. That's um, true, but it's also... It's not as high resolution. Doesn't matter. That's coming through HDMI. Okay. So the the actual device is powered by uh, maybe it's going to take twice as much power. Well, well, the interesting thing is maybe they're making room for an input. Uh, maybe they're looking for you to be able to plug something into the headset, mm. or maybe it's because they're now including audio in that. With the DV2 didn't. Yes, I could see it definitely. DK2, being, sorry, I could definitely see it being audio. Could be, yeah. But two USB three is kind of weird. I wouldn't think you'd need two, or maybe they just didn't the want to say USB. Well, you need one USB two and one USB three. Yeah. Well, USB three also does. You know, going back to power, it does provide more power over the bus than USB two does. I believe. I don't know what the the difference mm-hmm. is, but I'm pretty sure USB three offers more power, more but, amps. Uh, yeah, I mean, it'll. Right now, it's still just a race for who can get the most creative thing to do with it. <laughs> 
that's why the porn industry will not be limited, I would imagine, because they're usually the first to market with new devices. Yay, devices. Uh, maybe, maybe it means hey. that we'll get a VR cattle show, Joe. <laughs> so we're, we're almost out of time, but I've got to cover the worst news of the week. Okay. Windows 10 is coming with Candy Crush Saga pre-installed for free for everybody. Why? Yeah. Like, they put out a press release like this is a big deal. Why? For people are other, still for, playing for, that, right? For, for other people, people who aren't us or people who don't give a shit about games, Candy Crush is a thing. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, it's sort of a step up from Snake, I guess. <laughs> Does Snake it, do, come the, on Windows 10? The real question is, do we still have Minesweeper? <laughs> right. Ooh, and Solitaire. Right. Or Free Cell. If they, if they traded out any of those games for Candy Crush, there will be riots. What do you do at Microsoft? Uh, I, I code Solitaire for every new version of Windows. <laughs> the, the special I'm card so bounce at the end is really next gen. It's, you're going to love it. Uh, it's like they're coming right at you. <laughs> I, I crush candy for Windows 10. <laughs> it seems like it seems so dumb. And then, of course, we, the other thing we have to mention is the, um, the first screenshot of Orgrim from uh, the World of oh, Warcraft yeah. movie. The movie could actually be really the, the great. The first render. I I've, been, I've been skeptical because I just. I worry there's so many game to movie adaptations that aren't great, but that dude looks awesome. Mm-hmm. He so, makes all he makes all of the orcs in uh, Lord of the Rings look kind of grade school. Yeah, so apparently ILM is uh, the the studio working on that and getting all that done. Yeah, mm-hmm. really cool. I guess they like they mesh like they took the the look of the orc and then they took the actor and oh. meshed them together they made a, they and, made a CGI and, baby. and went, now kiss <laughs> and then we, then we ended up with that. Nice. Yeah. Right. It looks great. Well, it's time. we got to go. But uh, So I want to thank everyone for watching. We'll be back next Wednesday. Before I go, i just got to say Hearthstone. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Game Club. Yeah, Yay! Game Club. This week featuring Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Yes. Which seemed like the dumbest game in the world no! that I was going to hate and no! that was awful until we set it up and started playing it. Let's talk about what Crypt of the Necro Dancer is. So Crypt of the Necro Dancer is an indie game that is designed to be played with a DDR pad. Um, or a dance pad. Let's not bring anybody's dance copyright pad. into this. A dance pad. And a Xerox it. All and right. it's a dungeon crawler where you um, you fight enemies and you move into them to attack. But if mm. they move into your space, like if they're going to jump into your space, they get priority in the attack. So you have to like some like certain enemies move different ways, and you have to be very strategic. And about if, how you play. And if you move along with the beat of the music that's right. playing, you get a coin multiplier and bonus. Right. Uh, if you kill a, an enemy and continue going on the beat, then you you get like this kind of like disco look to your board, and you get a coin multiplier. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess like the the way that the best way that I would describe it is DDR meets Gauntlet. Yes. Yeah, it's like a very much a DDR dungeon crawl. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you're necessarily penalized for not moving on the beat. You it says beat the, skipped. Yeah. yeah, I think you just don't get the the, the bonus. You lose bonus. your coin multiplier. Although yeah. I wonder, it, yeah, I wonder too it. if it like weakens your attacks or something like that if you're not doing it on the beat. Yeah, I don't know. It quite seems like there would the be some kind of penalty. Yeah. All I know is that we died a lot. Yes, I first saw this game um, at PAX Prime 2013 at the Indie Games Mega Booth. And uh, it was the first debut of the game. Mega Megaboost. <laughs> and it was super awesome. And then I got um, into, I want to say, I keep wanting to call it beta, but I believe it was Steam Early Access oh. that it was mm-hmm. in um, 
last year. Which is year. kind of the same thing. Though, exactly. Right? I keep calling it beta, but I mean, people it's early terms. access. Early yeah. access beta. Yeah. Whatever. Last year, you got early access to the beta. To the beta. There you go. And uh, they sent me a the pad that we played on. They had two special edition dance pads. Um, one with an enemy and one with a game's hero on them. And I brought one in for us to play. Uh, if you saw the stream, we Which all played we it. we abused, yes. I'm afraid. No, no, no. no mostly, mostly Brandon abused it. Brandon was pretty fair. crazy. He fell quite a bit. We, we, did, did. we did make Brandon play. Right. And then so we could go, ha, 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 ha Brandon can't dance. The, but the best thing about this was, like, I would played it a, quite a bit. Not quite a bit, like a ton, but I would played it a bit. And I'd never known there was a dance pad mode because right, so, it's so far underneath where you start. Yeah, so the Twitch chat was actually really helpful because yeah. someone in chat, I think his name was Ryan, uh, was like, oh, you know, go here. I was he- behind the scenes helping <laughs> you guys out. What can I say? Go here and, you know, enable dance pad mode. And he ta- taught us, like, how to randomize the songs and yeah. you know, was giving a lot of helpful information. It was great because when you start, you're in this area and you just go into these stairs. And zone one is right below where you start. So I'm like, got to start there, of course. It's like World 1-1. One, one. That's just right. where you That's go. That's where you go. But if you go all the way down, there's, like, dance pad, easier. And I, I remember tweeting when I first got it, like, this game is brutal. But the dance pad mode, we were, like, beating yeah. enemies and like starting to figure out the strategy the game's so. a little easier and you start with items uh which right. help you uh, yeah in and the like game. spells and, and stuff. Like you spawn in and there's like here's this have this too what's up you want more health sure yeah, yeah it was great and so, then you, so and then, the game was like we were really good at the game and yeah. then the way you use some of the items was by jumping on multiple arrows right. so like you know like a ddr combo almost like if you wanted to plant a bomb i think it was you had to jump on the down and left arrows mm-hmm. or maybe down and right arrow at I the think same it was down time and, left. and you you got a magic spell at one point you could yeah. fire you could it was up and right mm-hmm. you could do fire and then there was a heal that i think was down and right yeah um right. but a lot of people were talking about when it, when we when we picked this game a lot of people and i said oh you have to have a dance pad to play it a lot of people were like i play it with keyboard and mouse and Ashley actually played it with keyboard and mouse. Uh, this game is designed for the dance pad, and I feel like that's what makes it unique, and that's what the way I feel it should be played. Ashley, you played it with keyboard and mouse. How do you feel? I did. I mean, I thought it was easier with keyboard and mouse for I'm sure. Because sure. like, like, you have to move a lot less, like just like a little tick, 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 tick. Well, and does. I felt like I had like the rhythm. I just like tick, tick. Oh, yeah, I'm moving like crazy. This is the best. Did you feel like everything. it was cooler or less cool? I felt or like it was like it... The, the default mode I felt like was definitely easier to do with the keyboard and mouse. I think it's a lot harder with the dance pad because you have to move so much sure. more. It's harder to move that much and keep the beat. Maybe I'm just super white. But I enjoyed it, but I definitely think it was more crazy fun with a dance pad for right. sure. I think I was having trouble because I have big feet. And like oh, yeah. keeping one foot in the center, like or trying to recenter my feet, I would invariably be stepping on one of the arrows in some direction. But you can do that. You can because DDR players um, never rest in the center. You're always standing on an arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find myself trying to break out of that when I play Crypt of the Necrodance. I'm always trying to come back to the center, but you can actually rest on an arrow and it won't affect oh. your ability. So okay. you can rest mm. on the left arrow and hit right, which I just did backwards on my feet. Um, and it'll just go right. Oh, it won't I try like, to do okay. it as a combo. You have that's, to jump to activate that combo. Oh, that's choose. really helpful then. Yeah. Thank you. The color of Sharpies. I totally called them my Kimmy Schmitz. Yeah. The color of them with Sharpies. Oh, shoe cam. <laughs> anyway. I, like, I actually think we, we streamed the game a little bit. We, we try and stream a lot of the Game Club games yeah. on the Rooster Teeth Twitch. Uh, people keep asking about that. So it's twitch.tv slash Rooster Teeth is where we stream most of the games we've done for Game Club. There's one or two we've missed, but mostly we do it. And uh, 
So we streamed that for maybe 45 minutes yesterday. I think we could do more. We pretty much just had to stop because Stream Team was, was, um, had their, they were going to go. So we yeah. had to stop, and we were all kind of upset about it. Yeah, we should totally do more. Ryan, how did you feel playing the game? Oh, it was very special to me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have a chance to play it yet. You so failed well, we, us. We, we came to I watched get you. videos. We came you to did. get you, actually, for mm-hmm. your uh, to come play with us, because we thought it would be hilarious to watch you, too. We I would have loved to do work. it. I'm, do you I'm think actually sad sure. that I didn't get a chance On to a level it. of dance skills, <laughs> mm-hmm. how would you compare yourself to Brandon? Is, is there a negative number on this compared rating scale? Compared to Brandon. Compared to Brandon? Oh, I think I got more rhythm than that. Yeah, <laughs> I think I can do it. I, think you can do it. I, I mean, I showed off like some on free play. Like I was oh, totally yeah. yeah. Like if I could do that he on can the pad, river I, think dance. I can. Yeah, Whoa. I mean, Michael Flatley ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> uh, I don't know how that would translate to my ability to crawl a dungeon with my fleetness of foot. But can you can you do me a favor? I see you have like some info about the game up here, Ashley. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you were pointing to me. Looking at my feet too. Like, <laughs> is, there on a, your feet. is there a co-op? No, just single player. Yeah, I could see if there was like a single player. player. Okay. Co-op would be really fun, especially because you said there are two pads. Yeah, they mm-hmm. sent me. So if you could pads. have two pads and be doing that, that would be that would be insane. That would be crazy. Yeah. Maybe in the future. Maybe that's maybe I, that'll be the expansion. Remember, I can't imagine don't starve. How that would thought, work. Don't starve together later that's true. on. Like yeah. well, we made the comparison to Gauntlet earlier, so it makes mm-hmm. me think about how you, it's multiple players on a Gauntlet screen. All in but fact, you're, you're you're held together. There is co-op. Oh, this page just says single player. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Maybe we should do co-op. Ryan and Brandon, and see oh, who's God. a better oh, crypto wow. necro dancer yeah. player. We could one of that. Breaks one of right. his pads, I'll kill you. Uh, She's just called you fat. She literally just called you fat to your face. She said, if no. your fat ass puts too no. much weight on the pad, I will kill you. That is not much what I like meant. Much like the heart attack you're going to have I later in life. I explained yesterday <laughs> in me. the room while we were streaming that I'm the gonna... other pad is much cooler looking, and I had used that one. When I was playing, I was playing. I'm gonna I go to cry into this. a pizza. I hope the people who make the game don't see me say this. I played DDR on my computer with the <laughs> uh, before I got my machine, and I like started to screw up the skull pad. Uh. So I'm hoping one of you screws it up. So wait, you already so broke it. You. <laughs> you already broke it. You're it's just trying. You're looking it. for a, a patsy. A is what you're looking finicky, for. Okay, a little finicky. A little finicky. finicky. What does finicky mean? It means broken. crushed. It's broken. Yeah, it means broken. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like. I, I really enjoyed the game. I was expecting to to not like it and think it was gimmicky, but it was it was actually really fun. It had oh, some it's, solid it's mechanics. gimmicky, but that doesn't yeah. mean it's not fun. It's yeah. hard. It's really it is difficult. Hard. There's some enemies that are just. I have no idea how you would defeat. Them. All right, well, you know, let me ask. So it's it's a matchup, a mashup, basically of an RPG, sort of a very light RPG, and a dance, a rhythm game. Right. Do you feel like it is a good overlap of those two, or? Yeah. I mean, yeah. can can I, I don't I, pure no, I, one or the other? I wouldn't call it like. Dance. I don't know if you use. Mm-hmm. I think you use the word dance. It's definitely more rhythm because well, there's no yeah. like moves. I danced. You yeah. danced. So, I actually people, had like the moves. People were very impressed incorporating the upper body. She did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely get it. It's you know what I. That's one of my big problems with any sort of like motion based games is I play them as they're intended to be played, not the way people end up actually uh, playing them. Big problem for me playing Wii as well. Like bowling, you weren't just doing the flip. <laughs> no, I'd be with like the full on like the, I got like sore elbows from playing tennis <laughs> and from like yeah. punching and just all. I get exhausted. Because mm-hmm. I I play it. Well, do you think there's I enough of the hook? I play with my full heart. <laughs> do you think there's enough of a hook for people that are uh, more interested in one or the other genres to keep them interested in the game? I think so. Yeah. I think it's definitely an interesting twist on rhythm games for sure. Because mm-hmm. we've had so many variations of a game like DDR, but there's really outside of that. I mean, there's you know there's I guess Final Fantasy theater rhythm where you got tap tap tap, but not for actual dancing. Mm. So as far as rhythm games go, I think it's 
awesome. I feel like this skews though. If we were talking like a Venn diagram or like mm-hmm. a like a scatter plot thing of like this side has dance and this side has dungeon crawler, it's way over on the dungeon crawler. Yeah, thing. It's really. Much more of a dungeon yeah. crawler than a rhythm game. It just mm-hmm. has a rhythm like incorporated into and the dungeon crawler. So you think if we lacking a dance pad. You right. still would find a lot to play in this game that'd be fun. I think I so. Think so too. And I yeah. think the soundtrack's really catchy and really it good. Is. So even if you're not even if you're playing with like the keyboard or a gamepad, I think you know the the hook of the the rhythm would still would still uh, grab you. Yeah, yeah I, I liked that we each enemy had a, a way that you approach it. Like the mummies put their hands up right before they jump, and then like the minotaur guy, the light minotaur charges at a wall. Wait, and then that's he falls the light down. minotaur. Yeah, there's that. Does that mean I don't there's, know if there's a heavy like a dark minotaur? minotaur or a heavy minotaur? I don't know what kind of light they mean. The heavy minotaur is the one that broke the path. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna take the blame. Her name is Meg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but when he charges a wall, you can like back away and then attack him. But then you have to go away. And the fire, you or the dragon, you could kill with fire. And mm-hmm. so uh, there were cool like things you figure out as you go along. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to do this, or I have to try that. There was strategy, which I liked. Yeah, but even if you don't have a dance pad, it is fun on the keyboard. It's just. Crazy fun. I mean, it does sound like if the dance pad option is buried, I think realistically they probably had to embrace the idea that not everybody was going to be able to do that. Also, realistically, the dance pad version is one that I would probably bring out with friends. Party time. But I would be way too lazy to do it too much on my own. <laughs> but it's great. It was great, like trading out among us, mm-hmm. just yeah. seeing like who could do what and like getting excited about mm-hmm. it. No, I that fully was agree. Fun like, having that pad and having it's it's hefty. Like it's not a light thing. Like having to pick it up and put it against my wall to like have that space and then like put it back down to use again. It definitely is like if someone was over, I'd feel much more motivated yeah. to get it out. But by myself, it would be. It would have like a bigger barrier to entry for me to like. Yeah, it wasn't one of those. I mean, people can obviously use whatever pad they have, I guess, but it wasn't one of those roll up. You know, style right. pads. You can Which, really if you're serious it about it, I mean, right. you're not going to use one. Yeah, how serious are you about your what? dance? Yeah, just go ahead and build what? it into the floor what? is what you should do if you're really serious about it. I would it. love that. In my dream house, I'll have DDR pads everywhere. Oh, no, you should have one of like, like a, a floor where you hit a button and it goes like, and then it comes up. It's and gotta then, make like, that a noise ball comes down it's from gotta, the top. You gotta record this, like, this audio. Yeah. Ball. <laughs> disco ball? Yeah. Oh my gosh, we should or... come up with like my dream house. You'll do all the sound effects. And I'll just like come up with the ideas. <laughs> then you just like walk around the house and you're like, oh, fucking Ryan. The lights come on like, beetle boop Yeah, it, doesn't <laughs> act, it actually just has Ryan's voice all over my house. Like, <laughs> so, like good, good morning. Lord. Yeah. Hey, wake up. Hey, wake up. Welcome to Meg. I'm the only programmable name, but he still like pronounced my name like that. Like, hello, Meg. Like, Jesus. How long before Gavin just burned the house down? <laughs> he would love it. Sure. All right, well, should we oh, pick a oh, new one? Yeah, we, I think Let's we should, we should pull out the, the, the cylinder of cylinder selection. selection. But roll, roll, roll. Like, roll. Yeah. What, how much Thumbs is the up. game uh, on Steam right now? Do you uh, have it open right I there? I should look at it on Steam where it is. I was looking. I was looking up. Apparently, you can get mods for it, so I'm already yeah. looking into those. Cool. We're we're looking it up right now on Steam. It's fourteen ninety nine on Steam. And don't let the not having a dance pad deter you. It's yeah, yeah like it's, it's a, a and it's, it's a great party game if you do have dance pads. So we're on Windows, Mac, and Linux. All right. All right. Who wants to go? I'll do it. Okay, go. I'll spin it. Oh yeah, look. This does. Uh, so the Steam page does say it has local co-op. Oh. <laughs> Next week. Sufficiently randomized. That will be all. What do we got? He's going to sit back down. I'm going to sit. Get on his mic. Bye, Cylinder. <laughs> Ori and the Blind Forest. Yes! Oh! All right. cool. That 
Well, it's also, a, it's a community, it's a community suggestion. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't finished it yet, but now I have every motivation hey. to do so. How long is the is the campaign? Um, you can get through it in like ten hours, probably. Uh, yeah, okay. I've heard ten to twelve. I think I'm um, like an hour. If you in. if you want to complete it, then it takes a bit longer, which is kind of what I've been doing. Also, I suck at platformers. So I have no idea why yeah. I like this game so much. <laughs> what what uh, I wish I could fly like Child of Light. I'm playing on Xbox. Xbox. Yes, it, is it on Steam as well, or is it? Um, let me look that up. Okay. And we'll get all of that information. All right. Well, we'll figure that out for next time. So. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, thank, I'm going to say that it is on PC because one of the first Google Auto completes yeah. was for. It is on X- Steam. Okay. Xbox One and PC. It's, uh, let's see, Wikipedia here. I like Wikipedia. They always have all the platform information. Right yeah. there at the top. Um, yeah. It is, yes. Yeah, so it's PC, Xbox One, Xbox 360. Cool. Uh, no, not on Xbox 360 yet. It's coming to Xbox 360. So. All right. Suck it, 360. <laughs> Get but with the times. Uh, and if you play it on PC, use a controller. Absolutely, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everyone. Right, we'll see, see you next time. week. Talk about Ori and the Black Forest. Yes.